Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we're finally back from our Midwestern tour. Finally back. Both like the final, the second leg of our Midwestern tour. We just <laughs> did Chicago and Detroit. We did Cleveland, Minneapolis, Milwaukee, and then we just did Chicago, Detroit. And I will say, I loved Detroit and I love Chicago. I loved both. I so had a great, much. A great time. Bobby developed a gambling problem for the weekend. Yeah, I developed a gambling problem. It lasted, well, we were in the casino for maybe one hour or less. But you could tell you, um, you in the casino but I won, was a I won different $30. man. You were a different person. I won $30 and I couldn't stop thinking about the $30 I won and how I could turn that $30 into $300 or $3,000 or $3 million. And all I had to do was stay a little bit longer, maybe three seconds, three minutes, three hours, three days. I just needed to spend more time there, but I did. I well, controlled myself. it was myself. like we were sitting at the bar playing. I was playing video poker, which I like. You guys were playing video blackjack, you and Rebecca. And you mm-hmm. were like, I want to go just do like a slot. And you disappear for literally a minute. Would you put in all your money and then play no, once? I no, put, I put in my little ticket card and I played one spin on a slot machine i got thirty dollars and then i ended the game and i was like okay i'm done <laughs> but i was fully addicted at that point i would like, I, like to had say, to stop i like, we have to get out of here because i will lose all of my money well it was good time it was good timing because i'd also run my number all the way down and then somehow ran it back up and i was two dollars and 25 cents over and i was like all right like time to go Time to go. You made $2.25. That's great. Yep, that's it. That's all I needed. I think I was Rebecca like, lost all $5 that she put in. But good for her for only putting in $5. Yeah. And then she made I it last. I put in $5. I only put in $5. I made it last the entire time. Mm-hmm. I was like playing, you know, 25 cent blackjack mm-hmm. hands. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I think it was at five sixty-five. <laughs> you know, 65 cents over. Uh-huh, went into the uh-huh, thing. Uh-huh. 30 bucks. Uh-huh. I bought a round of drinks that night. It although they were $3 each. So Whatever. I really made... I made about 20 bucks, I guess, Detroit after the drinks. Detroit was so fun. <laughs> I really love it. And I can't wait to go back. And I can't wait to go back to Chicago. And I just want to say, before we move on, we did do uh, an iconic uh, once-in-a-lifetime, once-ever exclusive oh, no. live uh, stunt in Chicago that no other live show got. No, no one else got it because why Why would we ever do it more than again? Why, but why would we ever do it again? we saved it for our almost sold out show in Chicago. <laughs> almost sold out. Practically sold out Did it out end show. up selling out? It didn't sell out, it but it was, was almost close. sold out. It was huge. It was oh my God, you guys. I know, the I crowd you. in Chicago, amazing. Oh, great. So we saved this stunt and Bobby, tell them what we did on stage. Well, we ate a tuna fish sandwich dipped in fruit punch, just like Adrian Bailon. And I got to say... It's gross. It was fucking disgusting. And I really, it really was disgusting. expected and the tuna, to be surprised. The tuna was good. We, I tried it before. We tried it. We tried the, the control bite, which was just the tuna. Yeah. It was amazing. It was a 7-Eleven tuna sandwich. It Delicious. was so good. Delicious. We had had an egg salad sandwich uh, a mere 30 minutes before nearby, which was incredible. Oh, yeah. We had egg salad at Same Day Cafe, which was highly recommended. And it, I mean, it lived up to the hype. Delicious. It was an incredible so egg sandwich. So we had had egg salad. Then we, we didn't dip it in fruit punch, No, though. it was great. And the then we salad. bought the tuna sandwich at 7-Eleven and the fruit punch, and we brought them on stage, and we did the dip in front of everyone. H- uh, hundreds of people watching us do this. They barfed everywhere. It was and just like a fully it was gross. disgusting barf moment. And guess what? It was really, really, really bad. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's really bad. tuna the whole time we were on stage because yeah, i put it i just moved it on the ground it was disgusting but tuna stinks tuna stinks i know and i'm a tuna lover and i can admit tuna stinks 
Um, it was a great show, though. It was, it was a great, a great show. show. It was a great tour. We are really excited because as you are listening today on Tuesday, we will be on Sirius uh, XM Radio. We're doing a show for the week. So if you are listening to this on Tuesday, tune in. You can tune in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or even today if you're listening to it early. Yeah. Our show and is two from to four. 2 to 4 p.m. We're on the Stars on channel. Stars. Just where you'd expect us to be with all the stars. And yeah, all of the stars. We're going to be doing uh, a little bit of podcast stuff you might be familiar with, but a lot of other stuff. Because it's a daily show. It's a different format. It's radio. You know, yeah. radio isn't really podcasting. Yeah. It's different. It's live. Yeah, you're listening to this. It's... You're like, I love this, but I could use more. You know what? Go to Sirius. And you can go. You're a lunatic, but we love you. <laughs> you can go to SiriusXM.com slash WhoWeekly for three free month trial. That is not a spawn. I just, we got them to give a code so we could tell our listeners to go check it out. Yeah, it's not spawn. It's not spawn. I mean, we are doing this hope with the hope that... Responding ourselves. We, sure, responding ourselves. But it's not serious, Spawn. You would know that that would have to be disclosed. But we are disclosing yes, we that are we are... we are not cheaters. We're not liars. Serious, so go check it out. Let's start the show. You will drain it. So Friday was International Women's Day. I know this because my Instagram feed or the Who Weekly Instagram feed was filled with our favorite celebrities celebrating International Women's Day, which if you are a true International Women's Day stan, if a true enjoyer, a true celebrant, you call it IWD. Did you know that, Lindsay? You uh, yeah, call it, it sounds IWD? Like IUD. <laughs> sounds like IUD. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like, like an implant. implant. But I will sounds say, like as somebody who celebrates International Women's Day every single day of my goddamn life, mm-hmm. I don't think that I need a day to point out that there are women internationally in <gasps> the international you know, span of the world. Mm-hmm. This is a ridiculous uh, holiday. Not more ridiculous than like any other stupid holiday that's created by some industry. You know, this one's created by women, which shout out to that industry. We love it. <laughs> but Yeah, explain. I'm just going to be silent here. Explain your problems with International Women's I know, Day. I know, I know. Yeah, tell us. Well, my pro- I mean, my problem, my problem is nothing. Obviously, I have no problem with this stupid holiday, but it is funny to me that this holiday brings out everyone to be like women when it's like just a real there's, it's unclear no one, the origins. No one quite knows how no to celebrate No one knows, like, it. how do you celebrate? Like, it's exactly. like, do you put up a tree? Do you exactly. put up stockings? They don't know. They don't know. So all exactly. they do is they use the hashtag and they post a selfie. Because at least, you know, the, the holidays that they make up that are, like, International Burrito Day or, like, International, like, uh, Color Yellow Day. At least those, like, tell you how to celebrate. You know, you're like, all right, eating a burrito. All yeah. right, wearing a yellow shirt. You know? And uh, those are things that, you know, you could maybe you could get a day off. It's Christmas. Maybe you get time off. It's a Jewish holiday. Day, mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't get uh, International Women's Day. Nothing. I get nada. All I get is people IWD isn't feet. a Jewish holiday. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a high holy day. Do you, we have a lot of holidays that we don't get anything for. Let's talk about the celebrities who did celebrate IWD. IWD. It sounds like either an implant or an explosive device. I mean, tr- yeah, <laughs> it does, and it's and it's too. They've normalized it so much because it was so like it ha- it was like the headlines were reporting about people doing stuff over and over again that they got like desensitized to the fact that it's like not really a real holiday that the IWD thing somehow happened and it was like how am I supposed to know what this stands for ever? 
I just love that no one really knows what to do. So it's like some people post selfies, some people post selfies with their kids. And then it's like everyone just got the memo that they have to do something. And then it leads to sort of like brain glitches. Um, did you see Reese's? The idea that you would be like, um, excuse me, you're not celebrating International Women's Day. Are you, you're silent? You are silent on International Women's Day? You're going to be Women's silent Day? on IWD? I guess She's you silent on IWD. Women. <laughs> Dula Peep like was like happy IWD. She drank out of a, a teacup that said suffragette. And um, a saucer that said women. Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon quoted Ayn Rand mm-hmm. and was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's an Ayn Rand quote. And everyone was like, Reese, that, yeah, that don't was celebrate really International Women's Day with an Ayn Rand quote. That was weird. That was a little bit. I mean, Ayn Rand is technically a woman, but yeah, lots of things. Lots of yeah, things but I don't there. think Ayn Rand loves women. So yeah, I think Ayn Rand would be like, I don't like this holiday. I don't celebrate you, IWD. You know she wouldn't. You know she would Ayn Rand's like quote holiday. would be, I don't celebrate IWD. I just, she doesn't celebrate it. Emma Watson celebrated uh, International Women's Day by posting an Instagram do? of her dancing. She wrote, she danced? She danced, whether you're yeah. marching, dancing, rising, resisting, protesting, striking, uh, uniting, celebrating, wishing you a wonderful International Women's Day. That's cute. Um, Miley Cyrus posted an Instagram. David Beckham posted an Instagram. Today we celebrate International Women's Day. I'm so blessed to have these amazing women in my life. They inspire me every day. You know, just a lot of people. The best, you know, but the best part was not the people who posted, but the tabloids that reported on the people who posted. Yes. Oh, great headlines. This one I love. This was on Just Jared. Just Jared loved IWD, by the way. Mm -hmm. JJ Hart's IWD, to use their lingo. Sophia Carson reveals her one wish for her birthday this year. And I was like, oh, what is this? It was for IWD. The wish was to support all women. It was just support all women. Yeah, because her birthday happened to fall on IWD. Yeah. HBD IWD. Sure. And she was like, you know, my one birthday wish is to support all women. She put it on her UNICEF page. She has Mm -hmm. a UNICEF page. It's very trendy. Mm -hmm. Some of the teens are using TikTok. Some of the teens are using UNICEF as their social media platform. Mm. So she put that on her her (laughs) UNICEF page. Friend me on UNICEF. (laughs) I was like, yeah, please follow me on UNICEF. She... um, I didn't know who she was, but she's like a Disney Channel. She's a Disney Channel yes, star. She yes. was on that show, that movie Descendants. Yes. Um, and I found I was like I fell into all those like weird sites that only exist for SEO purposes that are like who is she? What is she? Mm-hmm. Like what what, what's she? the one that we love? Um, oh, uh, um, get that ring. Whatever. Get the, what is it called? Uh, the, the ring. Get the one. ring. Get the ring or yeah. the ring. Yeah. It's I don't know which one this one. It was like it was like hello mommy or something stupid. And this paragraph was you know it's it's it stuck out to me. Please Sophia. Read who speaks three languages, is on track to receive her degree from UCLA. Sophia is proving to be the total package and is on the path to become the next big triple threat. Watch out, J-Lo. And I was like, what is the triple threat? I don't even know what her three Everybody threats face. are. Everybody face. It would say watch out, Allie. Also, no offense to J-Lo, but she's not a triple threat. She can't sing. She's a double threat. She's a double threat. I mean, these are strong threats, but she's only a double. Unless it's well, hair, body, face, and which she's a triple face. Is the, is the, is the understood third threat? Because you would think if you are an actor and they call you a double threat, you're a singer and an actor, They don't right? say double threat. That's what but you're... But if they did, is okay. what I'm saying. If they did, you would assume it was acting and singing. Yes. So is the third Like Ansel dancing? Elgort. The third is dancing. Okay. Lindsay's like, he's a million threat. Um, oh. he is he's a, a million He's threat. definitely a triple threat. Yeah. He's a triple but threat. But J-Lo can, can dance for sure. That's how she started. She can't she can sing. Act, she can act better than she can sing. Right. So she's a double threat. But I think people would call her a triple threat because I think- Well, because she has the, a recording the, career. So they she would. She has a recording <laughs> career even though she can't sing. Right. If you were rude and shady like I just was, you would call her a double threat. <laughs> Point is, Sophia Carson, who is starring on the upcoming Pretty Little Liars spinoff, which I might love be it. a big Pretty deal. Pretty Little Liars, The Perfectionist, is way not. too long of a show. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars, The Perfectionist. I'm going to watch Pretty Little Liars, colon, The Perfectionists. 
Anyways, Amber Tamblin's Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants tribute on IWD will inspire you. I didn't click it, but I'm sure it did. I didn't click it. No, 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 no. Hudson celebrates International Women's Day in an adorable video with her daughter, Rani. Forgot her name. Meghan Markle wears $345 dress to International Women's Day event. Don't know whether that's supposed to be rude or nice. <laughs> I think it's rude. It's page six. It's, it's rude. rude. They're uh, like, wow, can you believe she only spent $345? Meanwhile, if she had spent a lot of money, you would have been like, she spends uh, the monarchy's money on, 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 a, on, a, on, a, on a dress for IWD. Can you believe it? Meghan Markle can't win. Kate Upton shares breastfeeding selfie to celebrate International Women's Day. That's a great way to celebrate. The ladies of E! celebrate mm-hmm. International Women's Day. Watch the empowering video. What does that mean? They just like said, I love women. It was like, well, I only saw as far as Kristen Cavallari, and she was like, yeah, happy IWD, and then I turned it off. Who are the other ladies? Lady Gang? I don't know. Who busy, are women busy on tonight, Busy? Probably? Busy's on E. Who else is on E? I don't know. The, who else is no. on E? The Lady Gang. I like this one. Um, Gigi Hadid celebrated women on International Women's Day. What did she do? I think she wore a shirt. Oh, she wore a shirt. Did it say, like, I love IWD? The best celebration was this. And this is from, uh, I want to say, unfortunately, it's from Fox News because that's the link I pulled. But, you know, there are other people reporting on this, too. Victoria's Secret model Shanina Shake slams critics of nude photo on International Women's Day. So she posts. So let me read you. She wrote, uh, Shake 28 posted a nude photo of herself blurring her nipples with the caption, here's to strong women. May we know them. May we be them. And may we raise them. Hashtag International Women's Day. <laughs> and then the commenters were like, why are you naked? <laughs> she can be naked, commenters. Yeah, it, totally. And she replied, this is simply capturing a beautiful image of a raw woman's body. Where is stripping? And shouldn't we uplift women on International Women's Day? We sure could. But you, but just want to say that if you think that Shanina Shake, Shanina Shake is telling you how to celebrate, like, because we don't, we all don't know how to celebrate. We don't know how to celebrate. Maybe it's like some people celebrate clothes, some people celebrate in the nude, some people don't celebrate it at all. I do love that the Fox News story, which is like so um, condescending mm-hmm. and, you know, um, looking down on Shanina Shake, ends with, you can see the NS- NSFW snap here. It's like, we know you want it. It's, we know you guess want it. And just clicked. Me. Yeah, me. I want Her to see nipples. It. She looks great. And I'm. And sh- maybe this is the way that we celebrate International Women's Day. Get nude. I support nude, it. Nude, in profile, outdoors, holding a stick. Blur She's holding those, a stick. Blur those nipples. Just don't forget to blur those nipples if you identify as a woman. Because Instagram, S- they'll get you. Yeah. Blur softly and carry a big stick. Oh That's how I celebrate God. International Women's Day. Oh, my God. We got to move on after that. National Women's Day, so Women's you know I'm yeah. celebrating all women on Earth. So thankful for them. We would have no life without them. Because I contain multitudes, I'm going to simultaneously celebrate two holidays. One being International Women's Month, Women's History Month. Two being winter. I'm going to celebrate winter <laughs> by bearing my abs. Oh, and I bet you'll nail it. Just like Emily Ratajkowski, who, according to Vogue, nailed the midwinter ab reveal. Didn't know that was a thing that you could nail, but I'm looking forward to you trying. Um, she wore, you know, clothes. Clothes. But they had an opening for her abs. An opening. And she wore it. I don't know how to call an it. Opening. She wore a crop top. Emily no, Ratajkowski great. wore a crop top in March, and Vogue could not deal with it. Can you it. read this beautiful yeah, prose? <laughs> And although the midriff-bearing ensemble was hardly a surprise for Radikowski, who's been known to show off her hard-earned best assets via a series of short blouses, short blouses is a link, and miniskirts, Only on she, perenni- she perennially proves that in snow or shine, if you've got it, flaunt it. We talked about this at the live show last night, but like, 
in snow or shine is not the phrase. No, you can did, be, Lindsay, did you write this? You can be in <laughs> – you're rude. You can be in snow <laughs> and shine. It would be it rain or – It happens all the time. It would be rain or shine. Right? It happens all the time. And also sun showers still exist. But, yeah, the phrase is rain or shine. Come on. Snow I mean, or I know shine. they're trying to make, like, a winter, about, they're trying to make winter. a winter thing. She was I in New it, York. But, she went mm-hmm. to a premiere. She bared her abs. And you know what? Uh, she did it. She nailed it. Nailed it. Speaking of nailed it, Farrah Abraham nailed her new job as a book columnist for Penthouse. Did I'm, you read this, Lindsay? I did not read it. <laughs> You didn't read the whole thing? I didn't read the whole thing. I only made it a, a few words down. Do you want me to read the whole thing? It's not that long. Okay, yeah, read the, whole, music read over the whole thing. Read the whole thing. Farrah Abraham, um, I guess Penthouse has a new gag. We'll see how long it lasts. Farrah Abraham's going to read, like, I presume, famous books that Farrah she Abraham has not read before. 16 and Pregnant of fame. 16 and Pregnant fame. She, teen Mom? Teen, teen Mom. Mom. She famous. She's probably the most well-known Teen Mom at this point. Yeah. She yeah. came back to the show. They kicked her off the show. So they really don't know what to do with her. And I don't really mm-hmm. think she really knows what to do with her either. Yeah, um, so that's why she accepted this job as a book critic. Perfect. Um, but she, her first, her inaugural column was about none other than Joan Didion's classic Slouching Towards Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Um, she Shout read out it. to She'd Penthouse for really, you know, knowing exactly what to assign her for her first reading. They're starting with a bang. Let's read it. As a devout reader, I believe women should write their life stories because most journeys teach valuable lessons. But if you want consumers to trust you, you should probably avoid starting a book with your gin issues. Journalist and screenwriter Joan Didion apparently never received this message. Um, I'm gonna. Should I read the whole thing or should I skip down to... Um, well, I like. Can you can you skip down? According to her Wikipedia page, this one, yes. Didion is in some sort of. Is, according to her Wikipedia page, Didion is some sort of queen of nonfiction. But I doubt slouching towards Bethlehem's credibility. How would she remember all these quotes? <laughs> Honestly, I I'm here with her for a second. Did she walk around with a recorder in her purse? I suspect Didion wrote many half truths. She prides herself on her diva behavior. At one point, Didion brags about her missed deadlines. Who does that? fair if didion behaved this way on a reality tv set she would be fired for her unprofessionalism incredible drag i do like that she's just like this isn't important anymore didion i like this one although some people online called didion snobby although this book was written before the internet i wouldn't consider her writing snobby i don't care what didion thought about some old western movie there are more important issues taking place in america like the rising cost of child care and sexism in the workplace what? fair true she wrote this fair in Abraham. like 19 19- when did she write? 68. So what the fuck is she talking about? Let's just read the best. Let's just read the best. Well, she also shits on baby boomers, which is a fun thing to do. Totally makes sense. But I'm going to read the kicker. Okay. Slouching Towards Bethlehem is a great book for people who abuse substances every day. When you need a book to read and ponder your drug problems, pick up a Didion essay collection. If you're looking for a book that discusses real issues, you're better off picking up my memoir, My Teenage Dream Ended. My life story is closer to the truth of life. I hope that's her running gag where at the end of every she book review, she says, don't book. read it, but read mine. This yeah. is great. I think that's smart. This is great. She makes a lot of good points. Uh, she had She's to very... read the full book, which I respect. I mean, that's great. And you know, if you're gonna if if you're gonna look at someone, we all look at the Wikipedia. At least, I'm glad she puts it out there that that's what she did. You know, it's a very honest book review. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's just great. Maybe read it. We kind of read you the whole thing. Maybe don't read it. Who cares? Who cares? Maybe read Slouching Towards Bethlehem. That's what I recommend. It's actually really good. Maybe read My Teenage Dream Ended. I heard it's better. <laughs> <laughs> from who? Oh, from Farah. Oh, from the author. In an entrepreneur's journey, we're always questioning 
what should be my first business? Is this what I really love to do? You can't wake up or sleep or eat without thinking of something and it just really comes so naturally to you. Never lose your inspiration, never lose your power, your force, what brought you here. We have these brands, you know, your demographics, you're getting a following. That is where the progress always has to keep its pace. I'm Farah Abraham. Welcome to my Ambition into Reality Entrepreneurship Masterclass. Um, did we see ET Canada? This bait, Speaking of writing, this is a really funny bait and switch. So their tweet was about Amanda Seyfried's charitable work. Amanda Seyfried opens up about the amazing work at War Child USA is doing and how she got involved, thanks to husband Thomas Sadowski. But when you click it, the story about this is headlined, Amanda Seyfried remembers eating a lot on Mean Girls. So rude. So They pulled out the rude. wrong thing. Also, I gotta say, it's silly because you would think if you want people to click on the link, put the food up top and then hide the charity in there. You're supposed to hide the charity. Yes. Hide the charity. But I guess they're trying to make her look good with the charity. Who's supposed to make they're her like, look oh, good? Oh, she's a good. Maybe they're tr maybe ET Canada is trying to make like Amanda Seyfried seem like this very nice charitable person. Well, she is clearly. But then they're like, we don't know how to write about this. We're going to write about how she ate a lot on Mean Girls. I mean, I think they, you know, they they stopped her at this charity event and said, "Did you eat a lot on Mean Girls?" Or what? Tell us something about Mean Girls. And she was like, "Are you kidding me? I'm trying to do charity." I'm here for the War Child event. Like, please. And they're stop like, asking Amanda, mean girls. mean girls. This poor fucking Mean. Yeah, who girls. did this? Diana Madison. Yikes! Probably, probably. Um, um, Want to read this headline? This headline this is, is great. This is great. Jamie King clutches a parenting book while in Beverly Hills one year after she was attacked by a crazed man in the same city. I love this because you're like, why are you guys making light of this crazed man? But here's my mm -hmm. thing. She clutches a parenting book in Beverly Hills, in the, and then it says one year after she was attacked by a crazed man in the same city. That's Beverly Hills. She lives in that city. It's not like she was in town, let's say, in like Phoenix on a book tour, and you know she happened to be reliving this terrible event that happened to her. She it was in her own city. The Daily Mail are truly out of their minds. And if you're wondering, Lindsay, don't make light of this crazed man situation. It says, it's been over one year since the beauty's car was smashed by a crazed man on a skateboard in the 90210. So I think it's okay to, uh, uh, you know, give a, get a little lol out of this. Get a little lol out of this. I laughed at this because it's just like, like you said, the city is not only her hometown of Los Angeles, it's also a humongous city. So everything good and bad that's ever happened in probably her recent history happened in this same yeah. city. I love it. So it's like, it's it's like me saying, um, uh, Bobby Finger clutches a bag of groceries out in his neighborhood eight years after a, a terrible bout with food poisoning in the, in the same, same city. city. In the like same, it's like he's eating food in the same city after food poisoning in, in the, the same, same city. city. How dare you eat food after food poisoning? Haven't you I learned? Know. Haven't you learned anything? I know. Well, fortunately, it's easy for me to eat food because I don't have leaky gut syndrome. Like Bethany Frankel. Like Bethany. When Frankel. we first saw this, I was like, "If this is a real thing, we can't be, you know, mean about it." Just same with the crazed man. But let me tell you, we googled leaky gut syndrome, and it is a real thing, but it's not really a real thing. It's like a thing. What is but it? But it's not a. Big problem. It's not a big problem. She has leaky guts. And she has leaky gut syndrome and a weed allergy. So now she's probably a uh, gluten free. Yeah, I think so. Let me get this right. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I want to get this right. So I'm gonna head to the folks over at USA Today. <laughs> yes, um, that's where you head. 
She tweeted, Just when you thought I couldn't get sexier, I was diagnosed today with leaky gut syndrome and a weak and a weed allergy. Could there be a more vile title? Nope. That I wouldn't put on my dating profile. Okay, tweeps, hit me up with the info. What info? Also, you were just at the doctor. Why didn't you get the info from your doctor? This is the problem. This is why there are so many anti-vaxxers. The doctor tells them one thing and then they're like, okay, tweeps. <laughs> Okay. Hit me up with the info. Right. It's like, don't tr- don't listen to your tweets on this for this situation. The term leaky gut, according to today, which I feel is a pretty um, reliable source when it comes to leaky gut, all things leaky gut, refers to when the intestines have cracks or holes that allow partially digested food and toxins to affect the nearby tissue. While it's not a medical diagnosis, experts at Harvard Medical School say it could be an indicator for other gastrointestinal problems, including her wheat allergy, I guess. Also, she's allergic to a lot of food. She's allergic to fish. Well, remember that whole situation with the plane where she made mm-hmm. the plane and land and everybody she made was the chain like, like stop. Everybody was kind of like, e, you know. It's like Bethany, Bethany. Yeah. Lindsay, I found a way for you to celebrate International Women's Day. How? How do I celebrate? By using Billy. Oh, by shaving my legs. Is that what by you're saying? By shaving your legs. Well, by using legs. Billy. Just owning Billy. There are different ways to, you don't have to, as we said before, celebrating International Women's Day takes all forms, and also not everyone has to celebrate the way you do. It's true. Very individualistic. But you know how I will celebrate International Women's Day, actually? How? By having my razors and blades shipped directly to me so I don't have to go buy them myself, and for getting a deal on them as well. Do you know how expensive, like, shaving razors and blades are? I mean, you do. You also I mean, shave. I do, yeah. But they're super expensive. Women's products can cost up to 15% more than men's. It's called the pink tax. I don't know if you oh, know about that. Oh, I know about, about the pink tax. Billy is delivering premium razors directly to you for half the price of what you'd find in the store. You just go to billy.com and get their starter kit, which includes two razor cartridges, a handle, and their magnetic holder for your shower, which I have hung up. It's great. For only $9, you can get four refill blades every one, two, or three months, depending on how much you shave. Each razor cartridge includes five American-made blades encased in aloe, shave soap for the smoothest shave that's gentle on sensitive skin. You get free shipping always. You can skip, adjust, or cancel your subscription any time. So go to mybilly.com slash who and get the best razor you'll ever own for half the price of razors in the store. That's mybilly, B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash who. Lindsay, you just updated our Squarespace in the most intense woman in STEM way. I was so impressed. I was like, you're a regular Carly Kloss out here. I have been telling everyone that I'm a woman in STEM. And you know what? The secret is Squarespace. Don't tell anyone because it was so easy to do the quote unquote coding that I did to make the I don't know her game on our Who Weekly page, whoweekly.us slash IDK her. I can't even tell you it was too easy. It, that's what makes Squarespace so fun. If you have the idea you want to put two wheels on your page to do an I don't know her game with them's on one and who's on the other side, it's easy because Squarespace lets you just drop it in. If you can dream it, you can put it on a Squarespace, honestly. But the thing about like being a woman in STEM, you're immediately in STEM once you get a Squarespace. Because it makes it makes you an engineer. Is that crazy? It makes you an engineer. Yes, but sure. If you're thinking about getting a website, even if you're not, you should think about it because websites are great. Go to squarespace.com slash who for a free trial. God, for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code who, same thing, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And if you have any questions about putting a wheel on the page, just reach out to Lindsay619, who them, and she will help you out because she's a woman in STEM. That's squarespace.com slash who. What else is up? 
Um, Leah Michelle finally married oh, Zandy. Zandy. And here's the thing that I was curious about. This is nice. We really have nothing to say that's like snarky. It's like Leah Michelle got married. Like that is great. But here I was wondering in all of the coverage, if I looked through every article about it, how many people would mention Corey? Like in their coverage. A few of them do. A few of them do. So here. A lot of them don't. A few of them do. So Most of them don't. Page six does not mention Corey. Which is really shocking, actually. Radar mentions Corey. Uh, L, let's see, does L mention Corey? I'm just doing a search. L mentions Corey. L ends with Corey. Billboard, <sighs> do you mention Corey? Uh, does not mention Corey. Today Show mentions Corey. Refinery29 mm. mm, does not mention Corey. The Hollywood Reporter. Do you mention Corey? Does not mention Corey. And yep. Us Weekly, our good friends at Us Weekly, what do they you guess? They mentioned Corey. They mentioned Corey. Corey. They mentioned Corey up top, I think, don't they? Like pretty mm, high up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No. They mentioned Corey at the bottom, which is actually more respectful than they've ever been. Page six. Do, I'm shocked that page six doesn't mention Corey. Yeah. The, I feel like they were like, let's let her have this one. The let's rudest have this mention one. of Corey is probably Radar because they basically lead with it. They say, mm -hmm. the wedding in front of close friends and family in Napa, California, took place nearly six years after Michelle's tragic co-star and beau, Corey Monteith, died of an overdose in July 13th, 2013. So unnecessary. Yeah. And then they follow let that just with be the good nuptials. News. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of a nightmare that they, it's so high up. Because the other ones yeah. are slightly more respectful. Like, you know, I guess it's okay. Like, at the end of Us Weeklies, they say, Michelle had previously dated uh, Matthew Pates. Remember him? Robert Buckley. Remember him? Oh, yeah. And the late Corey Monteith, which is linked. So you Okay, if you're going to mention all of them, sure. That's fine. Yes. That's fine. But, you know, as is one of our shticks, we have to find out whether Leah Michelle's uh, life events are you know, alongside Corey Monteith's name in terms of the way that the tabloids cover them. So, mm -hmm. and guess what? Uh, it Was Corey Monteith's ghost at the wedding, oh do we my think? God. <laughs> I'm just like hounding people for being disrespectful and here I am talking about I his ghost. Know. But his ghost is a character on our podcast. Oh, we haven't around. mentioned it in so long that I like uh, genuinely get like, got like a jolt of like, yikes when you said it. <laughs> when we used, we used to drop that ghost all the time. I'm sure Gory. How did that begin? Someone mentioned like he was always around. Is the ghost there? Yes. The ghost started somewhere, and I it already forgot where it started. It was a tabloid that brought it up. They were like, they said something like about him always, you know, being being around. Congratulations on your engagement. Thank you I'm so very much. Happy that's Someone had tweeted in wanting to know if you need a crane to carry your, uh, oh my your ring. It's, wait, can you show your ring? Yes. It's I a gorgeous, it's it. gorgeous. Well, and it happened in the Hamptons. Oh, it, oh nice. Yeah, it's very cool. I know, it's Were you great. surprised? I was. I was so surprised. I, I kept saying, stop joking around, stop joking around. But I wow. was so, it, was, it was so great. Yeah, I keep thinking it's borrowed and I have to like give it back at some point. I, speaking of weddings, um, this wedding between... Jack Osborne and a woman named Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Lisa. Whose last name is not listed in the TMZ Wait, story. It's ever. not listed. No, it just says so I mean I guess that I guess that means that she her name is Lisa Osborne. Yeah. But it's but... still funny. Jack Osborne won't pay spousal support in his divorce, but he is making a one time payment of one million dollars to his ex, comma, Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> 
Whoa. Maybe she's mononymous. Is she mononymous? Lisa got a million dollars tax-free. Pretty good. Pretty oh, good. Oh, tax-free? Pretty wow. Good. Pretty good. Good. That's, I mean, if you're going to have to get married to Jack Osborne, <laughs> it's getting a million dollars is is a nice little consolation prize. She also got 300K last year to buy a house. And she got the, they, she got their 2017 Audi. And she got full ownership of her companies, Raddest Mom LLC and Fancy Sprinkles, Inc., Cool. And, but, but what did Jack get? He got to keep 17 pieces of art, including two Banksy's, two mm. Andy Warhols. Mm. Pretty good. And he kept his That's production good. companies. That would be weird if she got to keep his production companies. They're his production companies. Yeah. But I guess sometimes they, they split them in half. Um, and this, let's Like if see. they like started when you were still with the person. Yeah. They're sharing legal and physical custody of their, God, TMZ got their hands on some wild paperwork because they have such specific <laughs> details. Jack will pay $7,000 per month in child support and neither of them can po- post anything on social media about their relationship. They also can't write books, movies, or TV productions about each other. <laughs> Wow, right. that's so wild! All the new things that have, right. that have to be put in divorce documents these days, where it's like yeah. things about social media posting—that's really intense. Well, I never thought about this, that. I think it it had to be this kind of specific because a month mm-hmm. in August of last year, Jack Osborne punched his ex-wife's newest boyfriend in the face, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, or according to TMZ, he went to his home that he shares with his ex last night late Monday night this was in again last year to talk to her law enforcement sources tell us things got heated when Lisa's boyfriend actor model Michael Gable showed up and tried to intervene and things escalated and there was a punch and yikes whoa yeah yikes yeah 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 um Anyways. One of the comments on TMZ says, Now how on earth does he afford to pay $7,000 a month? After $1 million? Ultimately, Ozzy and Sharon are paying this. First of all, Jack does have businesses, and I'm sure he has a pretty decent they do, income. And but he they're does right. Sh- he does shows and stuff. I mean, they had a brief podcast that I don't think lasted very long uh, for a but while. But they're right. Like, yeah. he, and Ke- he and Kelly have, like, trust funds. Oh, I'm they have sure. a TV like, show. he's not wanting for money. They have a TV show called Ozzy and Jack's World Detour, which is on A&E. It's a reality cool. show. I bet that's a very lucrative television show. I'm sure he's seasons? making a ton. Season three, Bobby. I've never even heard of it. No. I didn't know that existed. And I don't really want to know that it exists. Yikes. It's on A&E. Honestly, it was on the History Channel. Anyways, who cares? No, 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 no. Do we want to play a game? I do. I do. Let's play a game before we do Rita. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Uh, we've been doing this on the road, which has been really fun because I get to uh, start by saying I'm a woman in STEM, which I am, because I coded us a special, I don't know her, page. It's whoweekly.us slash her if you want to play with your family and friends. Um, and it's two wheels. One are thems and one are whose. And we get to spin the wheel and then we get to see if them, ask if them knows who. Let's start. I have it open. Do you? Want me to do it? Okay, so you yeah. spin. <laughs> what is it? Angelina Jolie and Greg Sulkin. Fuck. I went on one about Angelina Jolie last night. So we, yeah, we did this at the show with, so we've had the same, some of the same people, like in diff- different combinations, but the same people. So Angelina Jolie, Bobby made a great point about her last night 
which is basically that she is essentially a ghost and doesn't do anything <laughs> and she doesn't know how to use technology after she doesn't have any girl interrupted after 1999 yeah. after her Oscar win she stopped learning technology you know and I would say that that is kind of a little bit of fanfic but also a lot of truth because when you see the kind of things that she does do it's like she has a lot of kids she deals with them she's dealing with her divorce stuff she's dealing with she's you know she's directing. very very A-list she stays in the house she does her own shit what would she have to know to know Greg Sulkin she would have to know tabloidy stuff and she would have to watch what teen wolf what's he in yeah like some was one in? of the cw arrow or something whatever he's arrow. in. i mean the only way that she would ever know this is if her kids did watched any of this but i don't think that she lets her kids watch television let alone anything on the cw or like mm-hmm. anything i mean anything on tv forget it bravo disney any of it i don't think i I got it wrong. He wasn't on Arrow, but he was in a lot of Disney Channel stuff. Okay. Mm, well, Disney Channel, no. Avalon I honestly, High. No, unless, okay, unless, name one of what? name what? one of what? her kids that's young. Can you name uh, Vivian Knox? Shiloh? No, younger. Um, Vivian and Knox, right? Okay, that, that works. Anyways, unless one of those twins happened to be at a friend's house and saw Greg Sulkin in something. And developed, like, a little bit of a fandom. And then maybe told Angelina. But then she wouldn't tell Angelina because she wouldn't tell on herself. Oh, no, she doesn't. I, She's not to watch it? TV. Would, if your mom was Angelina Jolie, would you open up to her? No. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't tell her I watched TV at a friend's house. I wouldn't tell her oh anything. God, when I was young and I used to go to my friend's house and eat all the snack food because we never had any in my house, I never told my mom. Uh-huh. She never knew. She never knew. She never knew. She never knew. When I, I was able to watch like PG-13 movies at my friend's house. Yeah. Because I could not watch PG-13 And movies. you never told your First mom. First time I saw Jurassic Park, I had to watch it at someone else's house because I couldn't watch it. Did you it. tell your mom? No. Yeah. She wouldn't know. Okay. No. So the answer is like a definitive no. Absolutely okay, not. Okay. Your turn. Ready? I'm going to spin. Ab- so you spin for me. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Does George Clooney know who <laughs> Lily Rose Depp is, Bobby? I think think so. Why? I'm Googling to see if they have it in a movie. I don't think they've ever been in a movie together. I just searched George Clooney, Johnny Depp too. And they haven't. They haven't been in a movie so together. So George Clooney and Johnny Depp have not been in a movie together. No, they haven't. They haven't. I don't know that I've ever even seen them together. Yeah. George Clooney seems like someone who stays away from Johnny Depp, really. Like, and maybe yeah. has for a long time. You know what? I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he does. I, I you know, Lily Rose Depp, this is tough. I mean, you're going to have to edit. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this just makes me sound dumb. But it's just like, I feel like they have a sort of general understanding of people on their level. Like, in the same way, I think normal people, even if you don't know your coworkers as friends, you're, like, aware of a lot of the ins and outs of your coworkers' lives just because that's part of the job, mm-hmm, kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you have to be on top of what's going on in your industry. So I feel like... And they and they were famous around the same time. Like I, he must have known, like when he dated, when he was married to what's her name, Vanessa Paradis. Um, like George Clooney was a swinging bachelor for slow for so long. Like I'm sure like, I'm he sure they've also met. interacted I'm with sure this woman. They met at a party. And I gotta say, if you search their names and you look through the Google images, there, there are, are no, no photos, photos of them together. together. So it's yes, it does that doesn't mean they don't know each other, but. Like, no, it's no, not no. like he has this friendship like he has with, like, Brad Pitt. You know, his, like, crew. There's one photo of them hugging, and it's in, it looks like it's fairly, like, th- this decade. They're in front of a Baja Fresh. What? Um, wow. But I think. A Baja Fresh. 
like on a red carpet. Oh, got it. I would, you know what? I would just say yes because I feel like George Clooney knows which actors have children and which ones don't. Do you think Johnny Depp knows knows if George Clooney has kids? No, Johnny Depp has no idea. Okay, just wondering. But I think that John, George Clooney is probably like, oh yeah, that that woman, Lily Rose Depp. She's also sort of an actress. I think yes, vaguely. Okay, I found but a just photo. because maybe not the <laughs> so name, but I think good. he knows that Johnny had a had a daughter with that French woman. I bet he knows at least that. Had How a, was that for an answer? Had a daughter with that French woman. He had a daughter with that French maybe. woman. I bet he knows. I that. found a photo from 2005 from the Tsunami Concert of Hope, an NBC special, in which uh, Johnny Depp is sitting in front of George Clooney. They're, like, do- taking phone calls. Oh. Interesting, interesting. I love it, like, trying to find... Side. They're not side by side, but there are photos of them, you know, near each other. I mean, I guess the question really is, I mean, it's not... We're not trying to prove whether they've met each other. That's actually not the journey here. The journey is, like, mm-hmm. whether George Clooney would have ever met or know who is, like, if Johnny Depp has kids, which yes. you're saying yes. I think he does. I think the name he might not know, but I think he knows that, like, oh, like, if he saw Lily Rose Depp on a thing, he'd be like, oh, right, Johnny has that daughter with the, the French woman. Well, he would That's know, he would, he would see Depp, and he'd be like, oh, it must be Johnny's kid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Do we want to play another round? Yes. Okay, Lindsay, this is you. Okay, I love this game. Does Ryan Seacrest know who Princess Eugenie is? Um... He's got her, right? Uh, Ryan Seacrest and Princess Eugenie. I would say like literally any other person, I would say yes. But I feel like Princess Eugenie is tough because Ryan Seacrest is not usually on royal wedding duty in terms of like what, oh, he, like what he specializes in. Like they kind of like don't have him doing any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. if I was Ryan Seacrest, you know, you're a little bit older. Your memory is a mess. My memory is a mess and I'm not as old as he is. You got to like pick and choose what you pay attention to or else you're going to lose, yeah. you know, yeah. like you can't. It's too much stuff, you know? Like, even we forget everything we say after we say it, as I am doing I currently. don't even remember doing the show last night. We did do one. We ate that tuna. Um, I'll never forget Ugh. that. I'll say that. Um, traumatic. Um, so, uh, does... I mean, the like, part of me wants to be like, like no, because it's funny, but I, I genuinely think that Ryan Seacrest would be like, wait, which one is that again? As I would, yeah, too. that's kind of... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I agree with that. Okay, so no, I would say no, no. Probably no, yeah. Not like it, not if you showed him three He's women. Like, oh, do you mean Pippa? Is yeah. that Pippa? If you just showed him three women and said which one is Princess Eugenie, I don't think he would get it. I really don't. Yeah. He's good, but he's not okay. that good. I think that's fair. I think that's fair because you're right. He's so, you know, laser focused on a very specific category of celebrity. Yes. That I feel like he doesn't know a lot of who's because he's so focused on the famous or the super super uber famous ones. And they, you know, he doesn't have to do he doesn't have to do that. Uh, realm anymore he has he's he's a list guy oh wait why am i you you do for okay, me i'm doing it does amy adams know who mm. tom sandoval is do you know who tom sandoval is he's vanderpump rules yes, right he's one of the toms um yes really yeah why i feel like she likes bravo again this is my fan fiction no but i think you're you're onto something, yeah. Amy Adams seems like a very down-to-earth person. We don't really see her partying, right? We don't really see her out and about with celebrities. She seems to try to keep her family life pretty grounded. And what do a lot of normal American families do? They watch Bravo. And she has a young, she has like a teen daughter, um, or a youngish daughter, who I think might be of the age to start enjoying like that kind of reality, mm. Um, mm. or at least maybe. 
questioned about it or like talked about it in a way that like Amy Adams had to do a little research and see if that were is appropriate for her daughter to watch, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I see Amy Adams as fully the person who is like kicks off the shoes, puts on Bravo, maybe doesn't watch it religiously, but is like, this is my decompression And as thing. we all know, Vanderpump Rules is the best show on Bravo. So you're right. If she was watching Bravo, she would have come across Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, I I think she's fun. I don't think she's in any way sort of like a, a stan of Bravo or like an obsessive viewer. But I, I, she just seems like the type to me to like turn on a Bachelorette, turn on a Bravo, like turn on a Survivor, like just turn on very accessible reality because it's mindless. Yeah, I mean, um, aren't we all? Yeah, and I and I do think it's 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 also part of it comes from God. Why am I even? Why do I care this much about Amy Adams? But I do think a lot of it comes from <laughs> that's such a like. Um, what do you mean? Why do you care so much about Amy? An Adams? attempt, an attempt to keep things as. Uh, normal and un celebrity obsessive not something normal and like not over the top as possible because i think she wants to like raise her family in that sort of environment i you you took it a little bit too i think too much like obviously amy adams wanting to keep her her family out of the celebrity realm and more normal would not mean that they watch bravo but i do think that amy adams like has the, the, the guilty pleasure tendency in her. She's got a sense of humor. She would appreciate, like, the shamelessness of Bravo. She seems Bravo. funny, yeah. Yes. She seems yes. funny. Yes. And she, but, but she also doesn't seem sanctimonious in a sense That's that, what like, you're saying. You're, in, in a sense that some, some actors might, you know, look down at Bravo, look down at reality and, like, trash TV, so to speak. I don't think Amy Adams is that type of person. Yes. Yes. I'm, Call 619 Who Them if you know otherwise, because I'd love the tea. But... I don't think she's that kind of person. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I hear we have something in, in common that uh, we both are, are, are reality show fans because uh, Bethany Frankel's on the show today. Yes. You're yes. a huge reality show fan. I, I am. I miss you on Idol. But oh, you know okay. what kind of person I am? The kind of person who likes to talk about Rita Ora. Let's do that. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lizzie Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What is Rita Ora up to? The really the only thing that we should really focus on because I think it's some of her best work to date is the music video for Only Want You, which dropped last week right before we went on tour. So good. It's very good. Rita Ora acts. She's a double threat. She acts and she sings. Yeah, I just finished work. No, I wasn't there. I mean, I walked in for five minutes, but I left alone. How are people allowed to just write whatever they want? Is that even legal? Yeah. And she oh, she also serves. serves. She serves. Oh, th- triple threat. She's a triple threat. She's a triple threat. She serves. She She's plays a waitress in it. herself. She plays a waitress. Um, what's incredible about this video is that you know she's acting because even though she's playing herself, in the video she says something like, um, I can't believe what how the do, tabloids are like, writing about me. Like, how that should be illegal. And it's like, Rita, the real Rita we know, loves it when they write about exactly. her. They can write whatever they want about her. And exactly. she'd be like, thank you so much 
much Daily Mail. It's, I appreciate it. It's all a lie, but like, thanks for keeping me out it's there. True. Read the real Rita Hora is calling in the tips. She's she's calling yes. them to come hang out with her at the at the diner. She's not mad that the paparazzi are at the diner. And she drinks coffee yeah. in the video. Oh my she god! Orders she orders coffee. it wordlessly. She does a little. That's mind, not acting. That's method. That's method. That's method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows how to. That's order Stanislavski for. Sure. She also, so the character that she plays is this Britney Spears inspired, remember from the Every Time video, she's wearing the same yeah, hat, yeah. she's got the same hair, it's very much the same look, sunglasses, whatever. And We talked about this uh, at the live show last night, and the crowd gasped when we did the side by side. They, they were knew, like, they, oh yeah, my it's, God. It's perfect. It's a great little homage. It's a great homage to a really one of Britney's best songs and best videos, I think, co-starring Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff, he's back also. Stephen Dorff, the Dorfness on. If you watched uh, True Detective Season 3 or smoke oh, e-cigarettes. So um, but <laughs> Rita <laughs> plays – no, really, it's a really good video. It's a really good song. She uh, is hounded by the paparazzi and then she goes kind of in the back and she reappears as a different character, meaning like maybe the sliding doors of Rita. One has blonde hair, one it's has very sliding hair. doors. And yeah. she's a waitress and she's not very good at waiting tables though. And she's not very happy as a waitress. It's sort of seeing like, oh, do I – do I wish I were normal? Yeah. But then you see her normal and she's like, yeah. also normalcy sucks. What it's trying yeah. to say is that like life sucks for everyone in different ways. It's you know, nice. like we shouldn't try to glamorize one or the other because uh, it's it's all going to be God, filled so with ups deep. and downs. That's so deep. And, it's a deep message. I've seen all of Rita's other videos and they never have plot. <laughs> and so I appreciate Rita for like. Or a plot that makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like any plot. I mean, watch any of them. They're, you know, they're, she looks amazing always, but they're pretty basic. So I really enjoyed this one. And I was really impressed with her for like put, pulling it together. Me too. It's a great video. Her best video. Absolutely. I think right? the song's going to be big too. You think so? It's a good it's a song. song. It's a good it's really great. song. So congrats to Rita. She's a- a gearing up for Oscar season 2019 where she'll be definitely <laughs> nominated for Detective Pokemon. Um, and maybe somehow she'll get on the ballot for this Rita Ora video because I know they don't give the Oscars to music videos, but this year they might. You don't know. We the, can only help. The Oscars are doing crazy things, you know? Yeah. So um, that's it. Okay, we are done for the day. Thank you for bearing with us after this weekend of travel. But um, it was great to be back. It was <laughs> great to have a normal travel. episode. Oh, my God. Thank you to Chicago and Detroit for coming out and seeing us. It was so good. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. And listen to us on Sirius XM oh, Radio serious. if you're like, I cannot get enough. Head over there. Yeah. And call us at 609 if you have any questions or comments or complaints. And we will see you on Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. You will drive